Welcome to the Off Plan On Air podcast, a podcast by Excelsior Real Estate in Dubai with your host, Nick Grassick. Hi, welcome back to Off Plan On Air. For the latest count, I think we're now on episode 11. Slight change in the guys who are joining us this morning. So we have our resident economist, Mitch, and the resident monkey chimp boy, Matt, is absent. Uh, joining and filling in his more than sizable shoes is Sav. Sav has worked in Dubai real estate for 15 years. He's been working with us for some time and has finally got the courage to come on and have a bit of a chat. Sav, how are you going? Very well, thank you. How are you? Good. All right then, chaps, jumping into this um, topic for this morning. It's topical because it's been crazy of late. Um, some of the recent property launches. So as we see Dubai returning to the levels of activity, in all honesty, that I have never seen before. I've been here the best part of 15 years. I got here just after the peak, which culminated around about 2007, 2008. Um, it's been busy for the last two and a half, three years, certainly post-COVID, but the activity, the urgency, it really is starting to reach a crescendo at the moment. That's what we're gonna talk about this morning, are the different ways in which developers are launching their, their projects. So chaps, I'll kick us off. Historically, people like ourselves are uh, retained by the developers to approach our valued client base and market their properties. We are provided with marketing collateral, uh, brochures, images, um, floor plans, payment plans, all the necessary information that one would require in order to make a, a, an informed, educated decision as to how or whether or not they want to purchase a property. Um, give you one example. Uh, it made the front page of the local press. There were videos which went viral uh, across the world, whereby such was the demand on this particular development that the general public, and by extension, their representative brokers, started queuing up outside the developer's office, in some instances, 24 hours before the official launch. And prior to that official launch, there was relatively little information which had been put forward into the marketplace. So buyers were, because it was such a popular development in such a desirable location, that buyers were queuing up, check in hand, 24 hours before the official launch in order to try and secure a property. And not unsurprisingly, it sold out within a matter of hours. Chaps, can you give me some other examples? Go ahead, Mr. Dubat. Welcome in, big guy. <laughs> um, no, this is something which has been the trend right now. Yeah. Uh, sell out before the property launches. <laughs> Literally. Um, there has been, what, what are we in October now? September has been a crazy month. Multiple, multiple projects by different developers selling out in a matter of four hours, six hours, forget days. Um, and that's before the launch, literally. Um, no queuing up, nothing, just selling out before the launch of the projects. Now, how are they doing that, mate? Because, you know, on the official launch, that's when the developer says, okay, here is everything that you so, now need. How are they selling it out in four hours? So here's the thing. So I have a few clients who actually 
are bamboozled by this Good word. logic. Wow, already improvement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are bamboozled by this logic of how are people buying without the launch? Mm-hmm. How can they buy a unit if it is not launched yet? We have this thing called EOIs. Are you guys familiar with that? Mm, educators. So the expression of interest, aka EOIs, are the new trend. You submit an EOI based on very little information, if nothing at all, based on the location of the project, the developer, and the trust of the project. You get price as well, though. You get an indicative starting, price. Starting prices, sure. right? Like, you know, starting price, for example, let's say a one million starting price. But that doesn't mean that the, all the units are going to be at one million. Of course. Right? It's based on your, your timing, your luck, your whatever you want to call it. So you based uh, EOI of approximately on average around, I don't know, I would say 10, 10 15, 20%. Of, of the, the purchase price. Of the purchase price. Okay. Uh, depending on the projects, of course, case to case. But you submit an EOI with your passport copy. Now, this is 100% refundable if you're not satisfied on the day of the launch that the unit you're getting. Okay, so you would go to a client and say, this is the development, it's in this location, we'll be able to get a two-bedroom townhouse or apartment, starting price will be two million dirhams. Yeah. I need a check from you for how much, roughly? Let's say 10%, just for calculation's okay. sake. So, so 200,000 dirhams. Uh, if it's two mil, ten, yeah. yeah. Um, so we need a check of 200,000 dirhams, copy of the, of, the, of the buyer's passport. Passport, that's it. What happens then? What so does that you, get them? So basically, you get this uh, check copy, okay, in dirhams, right? Obviously, it has to be a local bank uh, check copy. You submit this documentation to the developer that this person is ex- express, expressing interest in your project. Then, from my understanding, is that you get bumped up in the queue of potential buyers. Okay, so they get a preferred position on the launch. First refusal, day. is that's the term. Okay. Right, the first refusal of if you're not interested on the day of the launch that this is the unit you'll get at this location, this price. If you're not interested, okay, great, no problem. The person behind you will get the next step, but you have the choices to choose from on the day of the launch. So it's kind of a digital way of standing in a physical queue. Pretty much, instead of queuing up overnight, as you said, or having a token system, or you know, just of that sort. This shows that the buyer is very interested has made a mental commitment. The developer sees, okay, we are getting super interest on these projects, which means that out of, let's say, 100 EOIs, you will have mostly 100 buyers because nobody's gonna put a deposit, uh, EOI deposit, if you're not really keen on the unit. And the deposit that the buyer, now each case is obviously independent, but as a general rule of thumb, the deposit that the buyer is submitting, is that banked if it's gonna be refundable? It is held by the developer. Okay. And then if the buyer is interested, then yes, it is taken out okay. uh, forward with the, with the different payment plans. But if the buyer is not interested and he says, you know what, actually, I don't like the view of the unit, for example, of the apartment or the location of the villa or whatever it is. Okay, no problem. Here is the deposit back. Thank you very much. Next person in line. So it can be any, again, every development is different, but... Typically, as a sweeping generalization, the reason for the buyer not being comfortable or not being happy with what it is that they're offered is indiscriminate. They don't need, it can be for any particular reason. Anything, anything. I mean, for example, I mean, you know, you don't have the funds right at that point of time. You know, 
you, you spend on something else. So he's like, okay, fine, I don't have the money right now. I'm not interested. Okay, here you go. No penalties, nothing. Here you go, 100% refund. You'd have to, I think you'd have to declare a reason other than I don't have the money. You can make that. up any reason. You, I mean, could, you could make one up. The secret would be the developer wants you to be as broad as, as possible in your declaration form. When you submit that EOI, there's usually a form that goes with it, name, the copy of your passport, as Seth mentioned, and then some other details and what, what exactly you're looking for. A bedroom on this, uh, this floor higher, or something. Obviously, the developer is going to want you to say one bedroom in the community, in the, the apartment complex, in the tower, because then they can give you anything. It satisfies that demand. Now you legally enter into contract and buy it. It would behoove the investor to be as specific as what they particularly want, because if they get it, well, then they have to get it. That's the nature of the EOI, that you are required to go forward with that purchase. But if they don't have that, then they are allowed to pull their EOI, their money back, because it's not cashed or banked by the, the developer. And they can then get the right to refuse any other unit or on any of the, or excuse me, refuse that unit, but then also be presented with other options that they might like as well. So that queue, the, their place in the queue in line will allow them to decline a unit when it becomes available to them, but then also see what's still available at that time at their place in line. That's the reason why buyers would talk to people like us is for that kind of advice when it comes to putting forward an expression of interest. From my understanding is that if I am looking to buy something, I have mentally prepared myself, okay, this is what I want. This is the pricing, this is the calculations, uh, you know, give or take 300,000, 400,000, whatever, depends on the project, right? I have this uh, sustainability of the amounts for the next payment plan to come through. Okay, great. You can make up any reason technically. Right. Yeah. You don't I'm have to make the, one I'm up. It can floor, be any particular thing that you're not exactly entirely thrilled with that project or that or that particular unit. You're absolutely right. It could be for any reason. It could be the size, it could be the layout, it could be the view, it could be the quality of the finish. It could be yeah, the, the color of the kitchen. It could be literally anything. But one of the other, a positive side of this EOI thing, instead of just saying, I want this unit, is it available? Yes or no. As difficult as this can be to navigate for us and our organization internally to manage this EOI process, convince someone to give them a check before things are already, this is a little abnormal if you're not from Dubai and dealing with it on a day-by-day -day basis. An advantage to this is you might get, you might say, I want a one bedroom for 1 1.3, uh, up to 1.3. And then they say, look, that, that middle unit's not available, but guess what? Now we do have a corner for 1.35 or 1.4. You can now go, ooh, maybe I'm actually enticed by that. My, what I wanted wasn't available. And, or they gave me an option that I didn't like, but there's a, a plethora of other ones, or there might be a handful of other ones that could come close to that, that they would then present as an option. That's where the experience of an agent comes through, that would you recommend this other unit to the buyer at maybe 500,000 extra? How, how can you manage your cash flow? How can we take a step back and look, is this even feasible? If you're already pushed at a 1.3, is there some negotiation with the developer on the payment plan? And we've seen that before in several of our recent investors and buyers that couldn't manage it at 20% down. Well, let's do 18 or 15% down and then the next bigger payment, the next payment's a little bit larger. And some of the developers don't want that. They'll tell you to take a hike, but some are willing to, to go forward with that because they have an interested buyer and it, it behooves all parties to complete that transaction. I think certainly what, what what we're finding today perhaps wasn't the case at the beginning of the year. I mean, Sav mentioned it, you know, this is the preferred route right now for 
Dubai developers in terms of how they're launching their properties. From the developer's perspective, they are able in most of the instances now upon launch to then go out to market the following day, sold out in four hours. That's a masterful PR campaign. Absolutely. And in the month of September alone, we have counted of the developers that we work with that six developments launched during the month of September all of which sold out within 24 hours. These are just the ones we work. Absolutely. There's tons others out there. Yeah. Even, just... even though it seems a little, if, if you're listening to that as, as, a, as a listener audience and you hear that, you go, oh, that's kind of tricky. That's kind of a oh, totally. totally marketing thing. It's, it's a different mindset. It, it really is. But nevertheless, these still are lasting more than a week, two at most. So even though they're saying it launched in 24 hours, technically from when they launched, they had a lot of pre-work done up before that. It's not four months of pre-work. It's a week, maybe two maximum. So even yeah. though it's not 24 hours technically, it is still an, 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 an absurd brief period of time, absurdly brief period of time where it's only two weeks that you have before we even hear about it until it's absolutely completely gone. And that is where I actually, I personally, look, when I first started working with developers on this expression of interest process, it took a little bit of um, processing for me to understand what the benefits were and how it was going to work. Having now worked with a number of developers over the last six months on this expression of interest basis, I do genuinely believe with the levels of interest, with the numbers of buyers, with the speed at which Dubai is currently running, this actually gives buyers a greater window to make a decision. Because you have two options. When you have a very visible scenario whereby people are queuing up overnight. And it's pretty warm here still. The summer is still running. Oh, it's 70% yeah. humidity and it's still late. I would say it's still mid forties. So even overnight, it's still pretty uncomfortable. If that is one scenario, and then the other is on the morning, let's say that we didn't have this run-up, shall we say. Mitch has already mentioned that as retained brokers, we are given certain information by the developer a week, possibly two prior to the official launch where we can then go out to our, our value client base. We can have conversations with the developers. We can let them know what is about to happen, what the indicative start price is going to be, what we understand the development to be, what the comparable properties are within the region. Buyers then have a number of days, a week, possibly two weeks, to do a little bit of due diligence, to have a look around, to then make a decision whether or not they want to put forward an expression of interest. Because without that run-up period, what we're almost talking about is on the day of launch when we get all the marketing collateral, you need to have been standing in queue for 24 hours before. I have done that. To be able, to, you've actually done that yourself. I have done that. Okay. Two days before, not 24 hours, two days before. You camped out for two days. Now that's look for commitment set, look to for the client, ladies. And, 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 yeah. <laughs> and frankly speaking, it was an experience. I can imagine. Two days, you have a bunch of your colleagues all from the same company lining up for your own clients with the check copies and password copies, everything. And Did you take a tent? No, it's Pack a line. Lunch, at it's, least it's, it's a line, right? You don't have, you can't get out of the line. You, it's not just you. You have hundreds of people. Yeah, lining we still up could have pitched a tent. And people are just camping out, and people, you know, it's in the heat during the day, right? Can you imagine standing no. out in the sun? No. In the heat, <laughs> and then nighttime. Yeah, okay, fine. It's cooler. 
but yeah, we would take shifts. You know, okay, let's go get dinner sure, somewhere and bring it down to everybody to eat. It was. This two is days. what Sab will do for his investors. So there if you go. you're listening, you know who to go to <laughs> if you have that requirement. But it was an experience, and you know what? As much as I hated it, I loved it because it was mayhem. People were like, I don't know if you saw the videos, the latest one, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. This was civilized. Okay. I've been in situations where it was... Carnage. Ambulances was there. Ooh, okay, now that's Police cool. was there. Yeah, no, no, no. Fights were happening. To buy a property. To buy a property. I have seen people dragged into the ambulance because they're bleeding and it, it was mad. Oh, wow, this took a really dark, dark left turn <laughs> right now. Like all <laughs> all for property. Was this still a cue for property or what, what were we getting no. for here? <laughs> I wish it was not for property. It was maybe for getting a concert, but no, it was for properties, man. So Sav did mention something at the very beginning. Because this seems a little absurd for those who aren't used to the process, sending an EOI seems a little daunting. You can, and we have had... I personally have. I think you guys are in the same boat. 100% success of people getting their, their money back. Yes. It takes a few weeks, but it's never not happened where you don't get your money back for any particular reason. The invest or the, the developer will want you to stay. Obviously, their business is selling the properties. They want you to keep your money with them. But because of our experience, our relationship with them, and the, the legality of the EOI process, if you don't like a certain aspect and you don't commit and say, great, I signed and, and I want it, you get your money back. So if we're asking for an expression of interest with limited marketing material or limited views or limited information, when that does come out and you have more information on the property itself and your specific unit or just the whole idea, residential tower in general, you can then refuse it as well. But you are now in place if you were remotely considering this project. And I think that's the thing. If you are overseas, then you do concept. need to make the transfer because you need to physically have the money presented. However, if you are within Dubai, you're able to issue a personal check, which clearly hasn't been drawn from your account. But, and that check, that check isn't banked. But as a buyer, if you don't live here or not used to this, even if you live here, I know so many buyers who live here in Dubai and they don't know this whole concept of EOIs. They're like, uh, well, they're taking a step back. It's a, it's a, it is it's daunting. A whole, it, it's off-putting. I mean, sure. why should I pay for something if I don't know what's going to happen, right? I do think that as the market continues to build the momentum that it has done, certainly over... I mean, look, beginning of the year, the last, last two and a half, three years, it's been frantic post-COVID. Beginning of the year, it was that step faster. It was the next notch up. It feels, since we've all come back from our summer vacation, that it's now been dialed to 11. I do feel for as long as there 11 are... 11 plus 15, jeez. Yeah, I mean, I, for as long as there are as many people moving to Dubai as what they are. I mean, you know, we're all in these different social forums online. Um, a daily basis, there are any number of people who are jumping onto these forums asking for advice about how they find a job. Can they speak to a recruitment consultant? Are there opportunities for them to move themselves and all their families out here? And what's the process? For as long as the population continues to grow, there's going to be this demand for, for real estate. And look, it's not every single development which is being sold on expression of interest. It is certainly the case that the better renowned or better known brands, the better quality locations, the better quality pro properties where there is greater demand, I do believe that expression of interest is going to be much more prevalent. It has already in the last six weeks become certainly what we now know to be the norm. 
it's now a case of that, um, love this word, paradigm shift, just becoming accepted by 100%. the population. I, can, I, I envision a, a place where majority, if not all, and it's very likely that it could be all of the transaction will be done on expression of interest. Yeah. When they say launch sales and four out, there's no way you can have that amount of community. If there's 150 units in a building, there's no way that you can manage that kind of communication level, no matter how large of a staff that you have. If you're no, selling out truly, four, if you're selling out truly in four hours, so everything had been done previously exactly. on expression of interest, yeah. and that used to be the exception. It started to be more popular, as you said, your massive paradigm shift. Yeah. It's now becoming almost, if not one hundred percent, of all units were purchased before the official launch through expression of interest yeah. process. Because otherwise, you were essentially giving the general public a matter of hours to make a decision. Well, nobody really is in a position that they're comfortable to do that with such a large, Not at all, no. such a large purchase. This gives you at least a week, possibly two, to think, consider yeah. what you find. And ideally, you have been talking to, preferably us, but a, a consultant, an advisor, to go through this process. This might be your first project, but likely you've seen a few. You've seen what this is like. You have a better understanding of what you want, what you can expect with your budget what is out there and your advisor, consultant or broker will be able to assist in that. When this does become available, pull the trigger, expression of interest seems weird. It's going to become more and more popular and more and more common. It will feel less and less odd and that will just be the process of Dubai real estate. Yeah. And I would just recommend anybody listening to this that isn't that comfortable with the process, wants a little bit more information, please reach out. Um, Give us a call. Either resident chimp boy will come back to you, our economist, or Sab, what position are you going to start to assume in these conversations? The guru. The guru! Oh. I like that. I just, about I just thought of it right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> a man who has some self. Yes, dig that. Guys, thanks for your time this morning. Anything that you want to throw in as a parting comment? Matt, I miss you. This was too intelligent of a conversation. Come back. <laughs> Backhanded compliment, yeah. We'll be back soon. Thanks, guys.